You're now listening to Pre-Gaming with Polly. You know how they say Pandora only comes out of the box. He doesn't he he doesn't go back in the box, right? Once you let Pandora out, it's over. Well, a few years ago we let Pandora out and we put him back in, right? Yeah. But then Yeah, he he was stuffed back in there. But then us being us were like wouldn't it be funny if we reopen Pandora's box and see what happens this time? And that's what we're doing today. We're here with the person that our producers said not to invite back. Our directors, the people putting money in our pockets said, don't let this happen. He is the cousin of <laughs> Chiefs quarterback Patrick Marlami. We have formerly banned guest Dan Mahoney back. Also, who was the only... He has a few records. One, the only person to be banned from the podcast. And I two, think the that only might person... have to be updated, though. There might... I don't know. I mean, listen, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> but... And he's the only person to be banned and to be back. Mm. Dan, what do you have to say band. about the this? Dan, about this huge opportunity for you. What do you have to say? I mean, it's it's pretty big. Obviously, with all of the success from my cousin, a lot of pressure within the family uh, <laughs> to succeed here. Uh, so yeah, you know, I'm blessed. I you know, you know, all praise to God, Allah. He's really backing me here. Um, but yeah, you know, I hope not to get banned again. Um, or maybe I do. You know, you never know with me. I never know with me. So it's uh, it's gonna be fun, I think. And. You know what? Like from that original banning episode, I don't even really remember like what the turning point was or like what like what the moment was when I was like, this isn't going anywhere. We got to stop. I just remember looking back in hindsight because I, th- I think we were talking about it on an episode not that long ago. And I just remember it as you like already being blacked out. And then we just stopped recording. And I don't really remember what happened during it. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure we came from Barrett. So it was it was the Saray brothers and me. I think I just kind of snuck in there anyway. Because um, <laughs> you guys did have the Saray brothers back without me. So that's for sure. Um, but yeah, so it wasn't exactly an episode of pregame with Paulie as maybe Blackout with Danny. Um, <laughs> definitely got, definitely was hammered at Barrett before we started, so... Yeah, I mean, I don't think it was a fair shot to be honest, but you know, you you know, you got to play the cards you dealt. So I wonder, I wonder if the director's cut's still available somewhere. You know, like uh, the Zach release the release the Mahoney cut. We gotta I'd, get that training. I'd be willing to bet I have it on my old computer if I didn't delete it like right after, which I don't think I would have. There's also no. I'm pretty sure there's also only like three mics or something for like five people. Well, yeah, because I think it was it was supposed to just be me, me and the Saray brothers, so I only had three mics. So we were, like, passing. Oh, I think that was a big crux of the issue is that we were passing around mics, and because you were so blacked out, like, you wouldn't give up. You, you wouldn't give up the mic when someone was trying to say something. My voice needed to be heard that day, that's for sure. 
Then again, I feel like people saw his return coming because in the past, I was just telling Mahoney about this like an hour ago. In the past, since we've started revamp this pregame with Paulie, we've brought up out of everyone that we know his name, Mahoney's been mentioned more. On at least like four or five episodes, we brought up Dan Mahoney's name. He's been a reoccurring character in this in this saga. And now, you know, we might as well have got him back on to talk for himself. There's been birthday parties in the basement stories. It's, it's been it's been okay, Paul, what are you drinking? <laughs> <laughs> I have these new things called Willie's Super Brew. They're basically like knockoff high noons because they're like seltzers with with juice in it and highly recommend. They're very good. Really? I got a mango passion fruit right now. I got a blueberry and lemon on deck. I got a pomegranate and acai on deck. I see you're drinking the same Pearl Harbor as requested by Dan Marlami. Yes, in, in fashion. Uh, I got to start. I try to do a new drink, but like my liquor cabinet is filling up in my room, and I got to start doubling up on some of these. Um, but this is a first for me this week of pregame with Paulie. I don't have any beer here. My comfort backup. I'm always sipping a Bud Light. I got nothing, so I'm going straight liquor tonight. I'm going to try to get through some of this stuff so we can get new stuff in next week. So starting with the Pearl Harbor, we got cherry bombs on deck. Um, I also have straight Bacardi. I don't know what I'm going to do. Got some cranberry juice on the side. But yeah, so Pearl Harbor was uh, melon liqueur, shot of Tito's, and pineapple juice, if anyone wants to make it again. Mahoney, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a good old-fashioned Bud Light seltzer. This one is a strawberry. My last one was a strawberry. And I got a variety pack, so we don't know what's next. <laughs> the next one is a strawberry. And I like the sound of that. I actually like the Bud Light Seltzers a lot. Those are I my favorite like, ones out of the, out of them all. Yeah, agree. I went into it expecting to not like it, or like almost wanting to not like it for whatever reason, and I liked it. I I, I was thinking, let seltzers be seltzers, and let beer companies be beer companies. Stay in your lane, Bud Light. Mm. Okay. Little did I know, when you combine church and state, man, you got Jesus for president. Can you imagine a better <laughs> yeah. president than that? <laughs> I want I want my congressman to be Moses. <laughs> I don't know about you, baby boy, but that's me. That so, that yeah. So. <laughs> so I was gonna say I feel like I kind of want to just get right into fucking do news right now. I feel like yes. Let's let's attack straight from the jump. Now here's my do news segment. This week in dude news. I wasn't going to take a fucking big sip of this Willie Super Brew. Mm. So is that real quick on the Willie Super Brew? Do you like it just because it's cheaper than High Noon? Because I've been hearing a lot of murmurs that High Noon's pretty, pretty expensive. Yeah, why? Why? <laughs> I haven't bought them yet. Why are they so expensive? What's the deal here? Yeah, so, dealio? so High Noon is for aristocrats and rich people. Is it literally it's... just like a Dave Portnoy bump and we're going to start... You so know, I th- upselling them. I think it's more expensive because it has juice in it, where it's like white claws are like artificially flavored. These aren't like these are about the same cost as a white claw. Wow! So like for like a high noon, it's like eleven bucks for a four pack. 
this was like 22 for a 12. But yeah, I mean, like, I, I don't think I like high. Wait, how much enough. for a four pack? Like 11 bucks. 11 bucks? Yeah, I think it's real vodka too. Not out like. Yeah, you, yeah, you might be right. This, I don't know what this is. This just says hard seltzer. So it's probably not vodka. Now I feel bad for taking everyone's high noons at like barbecues lately. Like I just oh, yeah, grabbed dude, that's them. Fucking, I've never bought them yet. That, <laughs> that, that's a fucking suable offense, dude. Yeah, that's, like, that's not a just like, oh yeah, that's mine, <laughs> but anyone can grab it. You like if I bought those, I'd be like, no, like I'm drinking them, motherfuckers. You're yeah. secretly a villain at barbecues. Yeah, it, I had no idea what I was doing. Now I feel really bad. Four for eleven? That's ridiculous. They're they're so expensive to the point where if I brought them somewhere, I would say stuff like, "Yeah, I brought the high noons." You know, I would want people to know that I <laughs> that I bought them. Oh, you can have one, but just know they're yeah. mine. Yeah, I I, I bring the thirty of Bud Light for nineteen ninety nine. <laughs> I mean, you can't I, fucking beat those prices. You can't do that. You can't do it. But I mean, if you're looking for an every man's high noon. For for a real Joe six pack, a real blue collar guy like us, look no further than Willie Superbrew. Not a sponsor of the podcast, but a friend of the podcast. Soon to be Willie. Not yeah. I also might be the only person who's ever drinking Willie Superbrew on the face. I might be their first customer. I've never seen this <laughs> before. I've never heard of it. I've never heard of anyone drinking it. I know a few people named Will. Um. People, it might be. This could be Billy Galino's new new venture. I don't know. Name Shout drop. out Billy Galino. Wow. That's, that's a name drop. We used to play basketball. Do you play basketball with Billy Galino? Probably not. I did. <laughs> Mango passion fruit. Shout out Billy. Okay. Um, Here's my story. So this is like less of a story and more of like, this is something people are doing. Okay, so pe- this is people are doing this. People are <laughs> this doing. Is, you know, and the best part about that is that that could u- be used to describe anything. That That's something people are doing. This you know? right here is an action, okay? <laughs> Verb. So <laughs> the title is, Teenagers are dressing up as mask-wearing grandmas to try to score alcohol. Subtitle. I feel like Teenagers- I just saw a TikTok of this. Yep, they reference uh, a lot of TikToks. Yeah, they say teenagers are disguising themselves as elderly grandmas in coronavirus face masks as a way to buy alcohol without showing ID. First of all, before we read any further, if there is a silver lining to all this, that's what it is, dude. Is that if you're 19, you you, you now have a really good shot at buying booze. Also, if you were a bank robber, now would be a really good time to be a bank robber, you know? Yeah, yeah. You oh, were before never allowed to wear a mask in a store, like especially like a bend. Now you have to. Now I'm. I could be robbing you. I could be smiling under my mask. What's gonna be I the police description? Oh, he came in wearing a mask. Oh, you mean everyone who walked in the bank? It could be anyone. Really narrowing it down for us there. So what this says, it, it's that, uh, oh, wow, I love this first line. In a pandemic, no one knows you're underage. Mm, kind of also sounds weird. But <laughs> the next line is, that's when Gen Z has discovered, as they've updated the fake ID for the COVID-19 era, hitting up liquor stores dressed as elderly grandmas wearing coronavirus face masks. That's a, that sentence isn't structured right. But you get what they mean. Call, call the, them up. <laughs> the prank, in quotes, 
has taken social media platform TikTok, shout out you guys, by storm with videos of users. <laughs> this is a funny sentence. With videos of users bedecked as booze hound nanas. <laughs> booze hound nanas. Seemingly victorious bottles in hand racking up millions of views. So essentially, these have gone somewhat viral on TikTok as these girls are like, <laughs> are like dressing up in old women's clothes and like painting wrinkles on their face and walking in with walkers <laughs> and they're walking out with like bottles of wine and shit. Uh, one of the posts is PSA, use your fakes as much as possible because if you wear a mask, they can't see your whole face. Lol. One adolescent posted to her under legal age brethren. See now when I read this, I thought of like, is this something I would have done when I was younger? And what I thought was, no, I would not have done this. No. But this sounds like something I would have like masterminded. This sounds like something I would have like convinced Howie to do. You know, mm -hmm. like I feel like I would have gotten one of my friends to go and dress up. <laughs> and Didn't do you that. get like Howie to like go and get like some kind of tobacco one time when we were in high school? I feel like you convinced uh, Howie to do it. Probably. I mean, like, that sounds like something that yeah. could have happened. So that, but... That's exactly where I'm going with. Yes, you're right. You would have probably got somebody else to do this. <laughs> yeah. I feel but like you I... might even do it not even to get something illegal, just to, like, go to the grocery store, see if you could pull it off. Like, just I get, like, yeah. vegetables or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would have. Zucchini. There's <laughs> I would have done this because I, I was terrified of everybody, but. If there was a thing, I would have definitely tested it before going straight to the liquor store. See if you could pass in, in a target getting getting corn on the cob or something, you know? That would be the test. I, I remember being a, being a youngin and we were going – I was with a few people and we like – I don't know if we were going to a party, but we were going somewhere and we wanted to get beer. And – for I was with uh, hashtag Kevin, uh, another name drop, uh, and he had like a full beard at this time as as like a high schooler, which is like you know, not many eighteen year olds are a full like man beard, and we we were wearing suits for whatever reason. We I don't remember what we were coming from, but we had on suits, and we were like Kevin, you just gotta go in, and um, and just pretend that like you know, you're a fucking adult and like, just hopefully they won't ask you for an ID. You know, maybe they'll think you're coming from work or something. And he went into one of the stores and he's in there for a few minutes. And then we see him and he comes, he comes out and he's holding the fucking case of beer. We're like, Oh my God, what happened? He's like, <laughs> he's like, I, I went in there and I just put the case of beer down and I'm just like, oh, rough day at the office. And the guy was like, I hear you, man. <laughs> That's perfect. The guy who's ripping you up at the liquor store does not know what the rough day at the office is, though. He's just working at a liquor store. <laughs> yeah. I, he's I, watched I, sitcoms, okay? <laughs> I remember also Howie trying that same stunt a f quite a few times. Like, not over time, but in one night. We, like, tried a few liquor stores doing that. And he got denied every single time. And when they asked him for ID, he was like... Oh, I left my wallet in the car. <laughs> Let me go see. And then he does. We would just drive I don't away. Think how he would have ever pass? I think that's that would be the worst person to ask. Yeah, he was definitely too baby faced for that. But yeah. with uh, but with Kevin, it worked fucking right out the bat. Yeah. Oh, you guys we... ever had fake IDs? I never even had like a fake. 
No. You know, me neither. I was way too scared for that. I felt like in, in my head, I was like, I would be the one person who got caught, like who got caught and not, and they wouldn't just take it away from me. I'd be the one person that they like press charges for identity fraud. You know, yeah. I was like, like there's funner ways to break the law than like buying a case of beer. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Because I mean, especially even when I was under you know, 21, that was like never a problem. It was like very rarely was it like we couldn't get beer, you know, yeah. like there there was always a way to get it. Like even, you know, if someone else had a fake or if someone's fucking Stugat's cousin got it. There, when there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. And then when I was in college, I felt like at least in Rutgers, in my experience, it wasn't like a huge bar college anyway you know like i was always going to house parties when i was younger and i didn't really even care to go into bars yeah and same like i didn't i didn't fun fact i didn't drink until uh 18 so i didn't care in high school and then after that 18 to 21 or whatever like yeah uh in the marines everyone just had it in the barracks so everyone was getting drunk and when i would go visit paul Rutgers, it was the same shit you know i never needed one I never felt like, the need like, oh shit, I wish I had one. Like I I never was in a situation where I was trying to like do something like that. Yeah. I feel like there's always like one place in a town that like every all the kids know, like, yo, go to like the Vingo near fucking like <laughs> Wegmans or whatever it was. Like they don't check IDs at all. Yeah. Like there was Isn't like a getty thing? I used to go to like, get like tins before I was like nineteen or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, they don't even check. Like, they don't care. It's closed this now. Whole... I mean, if they're dressing up like grandmas, like, I get it. Isn't there, like, a thing where if you're under, like, what people would perceive, like, 50, you're supposed to be ID'd or 40? Isn't it something like that? Yeah. yeah. I so, I, I want to say it's, like, a weird number. 35. Like, literally, like, 39 and a half. Yeah. <laughs> I, felt, I feel like I remember seeing on, like, Applebee's menu saying, like, it's the law. If you're under 39 and a half, yeah, we man. have to ID you. Yeah, it's like why, why even include the half? Oh, that guy looks thirty nine, but that guy looks thirty nine and three quarters. He's good. When's the, last, when's the last time you went to a liquor store and got ID'd? Because I don't, I can't remember. It's been freaking years, and I know, like I know, I don't look ago. really around wow. here. I never get ID'd, and that's the problem, uh, America. It's all these kids with TikTok dressing up. Why don't they just ID them? I'm going there. I never get ID'd anymore, and I know I. I know I don't look 21, but, you know, like, I'm definitely under this threshold of, sh you know, I should be asked. Well, you, you know, ask I, me. I think it depends where you go. If you go to, like, just, like, an independently owned liquor store, it's, like, if the guy feels like you're yeah, not 21, he will. Yeah. But the the time I did get ID'd, it was the one, like, attached to Wegmans. It was, like, oh, a corporate yeah, that one. one. So don't that one, I'm pretty there, sure they... Too. Maybe. No, oh, no, he didn't scan it. But that one... I think they look at everyone. Like if our moms like went in, yeah, they would yeah. they would ID them, you know? Yeah. I mean I've been to I think one's on like a military base, they have to like literally scan it and put your age in or whatever like that. So yeah. that makes sense. But that, other than those stores, like a normal store, I, I don't re I can't remember the last time I've been ID'd. Yeah, I feel like but since like, I grow my beard, I don't like yeah, no one yeah. says anything. And it's like also like what, what Dan was saying, like there's always like one store or whatever, like also, if you put yourself in that person's shoes, like, you guys have worked, like, shitty retail jobs before, right? Like, you know, yeah. do you really care? Like, is there is there really something 
someone could be doing in that store that you would really care. I used to work at Radio Shack. A guy walked out with an Xbox that we had on display. Didn't bat an eye. I was like, oh, I got to call my boss. That wasn't good. Like, what am I going to do? Stop him? (laughs) You're like, what are you, fucking Batman? Like, all right. Like, it's not my fucking Xbox. I know I worked for the greatest uh, sports authority in the world of Manalapa, New Jersey, before that shut down. And they basically told us we weren't even allowed to question someone. If they if they grabbed something and just were walking out, you weren't even supposed to be like, hey, uh, wait to pay for the No, like, just let them leave. So, yeah, I've seen, like, people leave, and all we did was, like, try to find them on the camera or something. Yeah. Hey, you could always steal from those stores. They never care. Because, I mean, like, like you, as, like, however old you are, the 19-year-old fucking employee. Yeah, it, I'm like a fist fight for it, you know? Like, I'm not yeah, trying like, to... If, if you get fucking hurt in this altercation to stop him from stealing fucking golf balls, like, n- now what the fuck is Sports Authority going to do, you know? They'd rather just be like, all right, you know, well, well, uh, let the swift hand of justice get this guy. Or maybe they just go bankrupt. Oh, uh, maybe or they should have had you stopping people. Bankrupt. Do you think what? that's the reason? Is, is that the reason they went bankrupt, you think? Because... They told people like you to to, to not stop people. That you could just walk out the door and nobody cares. (laughs) Both of the the places we're talking about went bankrupt. (laughs) Radio Shack, Sports Authority, Blockbuster, Bank. I definitely stole a movie or two from there. There's no way we this the Schwank family returned everything to Blockbuster. Because then, if you go back, oh wait, here's a forty dollar late fee because you haven't given it back in a month. I'm uh, okay, or I'll never come back and pay anything here. Fuck you, man. I have I have two working at retail stories, both at my good friends over at Shoprite. Mm-hmm. One of them was, uh, I had like a line of people, you know, it was a busy, probably a Sunday, right? So, if something doesn't scan. Or if something is like wrong with something they have, I need to call over like one of the supervisors to go either fix it or to go get the new thing, whatever. So like sometimes when something like that happens, there's just a holdup and there's fucking nothing I can do about it. And I remember one time that happened and I was waiting for like a minute or two for the fucking supervisor to come back. And a guy online behind the person I was like currently scanning goes, hey, buddy. And I turn, and he points at what he's holding, and he goes, ice cream! Like that? Like, like, hurry up, because my ice cream's melting. I'm like, and I'm like, do you seriously think I'm just fucking putzing around so your ice cream can melt? Or do you think logically there's a reason I'm not scanning stuff? Do you think I'm just fucking staring at the wall so I could stare at it? And it's like, what the fuck are these people thinking that I'm just letting his fucking ice cream melt because I want to? Because because I think it's funny. Hey, Uh-oh. hey, buddy. And it, <laughs> he called me buddy. Hey, buddy. Ice cream with a question I mean, mark at the end. Hindsight would have been hilarious if you did all that just for his ice cream to melt. Though. <laughs> <laughs> what an evil person you'd be. Imagine like, nah, just, we're going to wait a minute. You got some ice cream. I see that ice cream back there. I'm gonna hang out here for a minute. I'm gonna make his hand cold in, in aisle five. <laughs> and then my my other uh, shoprite story was I was uh, you know, doing my job, scanning people at lightning speed, and I take a break for one second, 
unscrew my water bottle, take a sip, screw the top back on, put it down. That's how fast the sip was. How long did it take me to say that? Five seconds, right? Mm. I put that thing down. I get a call on my little phone. It's the fucking manager. And he goes, what are you doing? And I'm like, <laughs> uh, working. And he's like, uh, why did you just take a sip of that water? And I'm like, uh, to survive, to fucking not die. I'm thirsty. What do you mean? He's like, you do not drink your water in front of customers. And I'm like, what? does the customer think I'm a robot? He, <laughs> is this going to shatter his worldview if he knows that I drink water? As if like the customer is going to like see me drink and be like, wait, they, they drink water too? Why did why, why do managers so these retail stories are always horrific but why do the managers act like they every single manager of any retail store ever is that manager where they're calling you you can't drink a water because my sports authority stories are the same way and i think you know the manager you worked there for like a day right what's, i what's worked there name? for a summer a summer Doug. yeah like i was yeah doug ridiculous but it, it's like that's how serious he took everything where it's like no you can't do a normal thing that everyone does in front of somebody and it's like I, I, like why how do they always find that person to manage a retail store it's, it's... i don't think they find them i think the job finds them man <laughs> i think they just fall into it it just works people are you know? bred for that you know exactly like the idea where it's like Mahoney watching someone steal an Xbox and not even bat an eye. The opposite of that person is is the manager of the retail store. Yeah, but if you imagine like that manager in an office and they're like people are at the water cooler, like, hey, what the fuck are you guys doing over there? But you get to work. And like forget store. about like forget about like taking a shit if you work at retail, right? Like wh oh, where no. does that fit into the schedule? They're not letting you take shits there. There's no pooping. No pooping allowed around here. I, I, I don't know if this is a fact, but I think at every retail job, I think before you go into your shift, um, we might need someone to fact check this. They they put a cork up your butt so uh, you so you can't poop. <laughs> and fact. then you have to return the cork after. <laughs> if you don't re return the cork, they know. I don't know. I'd say confirm not the case because at Radio Shack, we had five guys working. We just tap tap one of tap one on the shoulder. Hey, gotta take a shit. It's like back room is very small too. But like everyone knew not to go back there for like twenty minutes. It was like understood but misunderstood type of thing. I I have a nice retail story of Sports Authority. Let's hear it. I I quit on Thanksgiving. This was my boycott for people pushing Black Friday onto the holiday of Thanksgiving. It makes no sense, but. You think I just I'm I like the theatrics, you know, and so in the Marines for four years, I always told everybody, you know, I'm going to get out of the Marines and get paid to go to college with the GI Bill. And then after, but while I'm going to college and getting a full time paycheck, I want to get a part time job. And in that part time job, because you can't quit the Marines or you can't call in sick or you can't do anything, you always have to go to work. Um, I was just like, I just want to quit a job one day. I just want to be able to quit. And this was my story of I got that part-time job and I'm getting paid from college. So I didn't have to worry about the money of it. It was just for extra cash. And then Thanksgiving comes around and I told him, like, I'm not working the day of Thanksgiving. That's a that's the holiday. Sports Authority wants to open at 5 p.m. for everyone to buy new Under Armour on Thanksgiving, apparently. And I was not <laughs> having it. But unless I knew I was quitting that day. 
I could have just not shown up, and then they probably wouldn't even fired me, honestly. But I decided, no, I will leave my Thanksgiving. I will ruin my day just for the theatrics of it. And I showed up, and uh, within I showed up like a half hour late, but I was for the opening of the store. I worked about 30 minutes, and they were like, all right, to be nice, like you guys can go on a break. So me and Jesse, Jesse Vance, went on. We were allowed to go on break together. We went on a break, and he lived right by there. So we went back to Thanksgiving at his family's house, and we were like with his whole family eating. And uh, they were like, wait, you guys got to go back to work? I was like, yeah, I'm about to go quit. I'll be back in a little bit. And they're like, wait, really? I was like, yeah. I go back. I hang out in the break room for like a good half hour. And then finally the manager comes back and goes, Mike, you were supposed to come back from break an hour ago or a half hour, whatever it was. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm quitting. (laughs) and she was just like what and i was like yeah no i'm not fucking working right now i'm going home (laughs) and she like had a fit she really liked me but then like the store manager came who i hated and was just like what's going on i was like yeah this is honestly the stupidest fucking thing i've ever seen in my life i'm not i'm not doing and i like walked out i like threw my shirt and shit and i just left and that's my quitting story but i always knew i was gonna do it and i was so happy about it tell you what the throw in the shirt Definitely. I threw my shirt when they sealed the deal. When Jesse walked out after his shift and was like, "Was that your shirt on the sidewalk?" I was like, "Yep." <laughs> and wow, uh, you know and, it was fulfilling. And they never even picked up the shirt. You want to know why? Because they thought it, he'll be back. But, Some say if you go to that sports you know authority, you'll still see that shirt on the ground <laughs> to this day. <laughs> you know what happened after I quit, though? Guess what happened when I left? When I left. The whole company, not just that location, the whole company shut down. Bankruptcy, baby. It all they needed back me. to that. that day. And that's why businesses should not open on Thanksgiving. Make Black Friday a thing again. Can we start that campaign? Go fund me backslash make Black Friday a thing. I'm, I'm tired of this Thursday shopping. It's stupid. But before you donate to that GoFundMe, make sure you uh, donate to the GoFundMe for both uh, Jerome Bettis' knees and for Jerome Bettis' orthopedist, who's been working overtime to make sure those knees are good. Those two need your money more than ever. <laughs> if you have extra money to spare, let's go back to Black Friday. Is that a real but, thing going on? Yes. Jerome That's a reference Bettis to knee. episode one for, for the real super fans who have been tuning in every episode. Wow. There's gonna be two people listening to this, gonna be, and they're gonna say, "I I remember that. I remember that's when they chuckle, said that." That's a chuckle moment. That's the applause. It's gonna say applause on the bottom of the screen, and everyone's gonna clap. Like, great callback, great callback. The callback, like you read about, like you read about. <laughs> and anyway, that was my do news segment. Wow, what a tangent for do news. But uh, all right, honestly, that was why I picked it. I didn't necessarily think that the story itself was that interesting, but I knew that there'd be some stories that that would branch off of that. Oh, of course. Of course. All right. Here's my story. Headline. Man keeps three balloons in the air for over an hour for the record. (laughs) That's that's the record? Yes. The Guinness Book of World Records. Three balloons in the air. For over an hour. Well, I'll tell you the exact. All right. An Idaho man with a talent for breaking Guinness Book of World Records kept three balloons in the air for an hour, 12 minutes, and 50 seconds. David Rush, who has broken more than 150 Guinness Book uh, records to promote uh, STEM education, said that he secured an empty gym to use, I guess because of coronavirus. He he like rented out a gym uh, for his attempt to take the record for the longest duration to keep three balloons in the air. Don't you think that 
someone could easily beat that. Bro, I felt like I beat that when I was eight, like by accident. Like the game Carl <laughs> that we used to play. Like Wait, I'm pretty sure our record is that. Wait, so when you say keep it in the air, you mean like three normal, like, hey, it's my birthday balloons. Yes. And he just has to hit them up in the air like with them. his hands? I think the real record here is nobody cares enough to do it that long. And, Bro, I, and you have to I can... also call uh, the Guinness Book of World Records like they have to like witness it or something. Like I can break that record tonight. An Golden hour and 12 minutes? An hour, 12 minutes, 50 seconds. Now, next question. What does, like, keep in the air mean? Like... They can't touch the ground. But, like, how long are you allowed to, like, have it in your hand for? It has to just be a tap, like a yeah, slap, a, like that? I, I don't know the logistics, but, yeah, it's like... There's a video, so you can look it up on YouTube... There's a video of it. He obviously time lapse it, so it's only four minutes and fifty seconds of the whole hour, twelve minutes. But uh, yeah, it's on video. Him keeping three balloons in the air. Hmm. And yeah, he's just—it's just a tap over and over and over again. Does he have anything to say about this record? He put uh, one hand behind his back at times. He hit it with his head sometimes. He actually used a foot a couple of times. But it, they're very slow-moving balloons that are uh, dropping at a normal speed that a balloon would drop. Does he have anything to say? Uh, is there any quotes here? Uh, in the video, he talks to the camera. Uh, I didn't write anything down, but there's no quotes in the article. He said he has 150 records, though? He has 100. Like, what other records does this records. guy have? Uh, are they all balloon-related? They're not. <laughs> Most he balloons does, in your mouth in two this minutes. Article, <laughs> this article does not have... Most water balloons made in 34 <laughs> seconds. This article does not have other records, but it has the previous record. He was the first record holder for fit three balloons, and his first record was 15 minutes, which that's literally what? nothing. That's like... Just you, you were the first person to think of three balloons and call Guinness. Do that on um, the couch. I'm but pretty sure then, it costs money if you want to start a new record. If like if like you yeah. want a new record to be in Guinness Book, like you could come up with like most uh, cans of Willie Super Brew thrown into the Hudson River in nine seconds, and like <laughs> if you pay them, it's a lot of money yeah. too. I like just read something about this. If you pay them like thousands and thousands of dollars, they'll add a new record into their book for you. Yeah, Maybe well, so he had the. He had the 15-minute attempt back pretty recently in January of 2019. Somebody beat his attempt going for 39 minutes, 49 seconds. And then he just reclaimed the hour, 12 minutes. I hope – I don't know who the other person is. I hope he comes back for that title. I want this to be a, a twice-a-year thing. But also in a related article in this same article, an Irish man seeks the Guinness World Record for having the most Yu-Gi-Oh tattoos with 34. And maybe that was a better segment for Dude News, but I haven't clicked that. Oh, I didn't mean to start. Oh my God, that's I so wish funny. 34 Yu-Gi-Oh tattoos. I, I wish that was my Dude News segments of 34 <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh tattoos. My man had a sick childhood. <laughs> my guy's got fucking blue eyes, white dragon on the left tricep. Super classy. He's got Exodia part one and two on his two feet. I have Exodia's right leg on my left leg, baby. <laughs> <laughs> See, but the thing with the balloons, like, I think one of us can beat 
an hour 15, however much it was, no problem. But you know that there's some kid in like fucking Yugoslavia that's going to do it for like eight hours, you know? I don't know. My thing is with that, it's not the idea that I can do it better than you and I could do it longer than you. It's that who fucking cares? Like who who's like, I'm going to waste two hours of my life now to beat this guy. What do you fucking care? I don't know. Yeah, I, I'd I like, rather make fun of it than waste my time. Yeah. You know how much like porn I haven't seen today that I could watch for that hour and 30 minutes? Sorry. Mm. There's plenty I can catch up on. I can rewatch The Office. That's like, I don't know, five episodes of The Office that I've seen 20 times that I can see 21 times. There's so many things I can think about doing than touching a balloon. It's also, so you said he did it for like STEM research or something, right? Like the guy. Yeah, that I guess he him, raises. The guy that beat him is just <laughs> such an asshole. It's like he did it for a good cause. This guy did it for himself. Like he's like, oh, I can do that. He's just like us, but he's not thinking of the like the kids. I don't know what STEM research is. I don't know. Maybe he's maybe he's trying to STEM push research. that because okay, the first one was only fifteen minutes long. So now he reclaimed it. So now he's doing more money for STEM research. You know, eventually they're going to be like, hey, man, how much do we have to give? No one cares about the balloons. No, they're not giving. He's giving. (laughs) Guys, I don't know how this works. Wait, guys, 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 guys. STEM research doesn't mean like he's researching like cancer. STEM stands for science, technology, engineering and math. Oh, okay. And he's right. It sounded like you guys were like Mahoney said. No, I know we're like science. <laughs> you sound like he was hitting balloons kids. to raise money for like a charitable cause. Yeah, for like cancer or something. <laughs> no, he's donating. That's the thing to donate to, though. Like to keep it in school or whatever, keep funding for shit, right? I mean, I don't know what fund he's he's doing it to. Yeah. But I I just didn't know if you guys thought it was like a disease or something. Don't I definitely thought it was with Mahoney. bigger than like, <laughs> education. <laughs> like stem cells, yeah, Maybe stem cells, like stem cells. All right, well, I, I think we should go on to everyone's favorite segment. The Good people part. have been talking. The people have been asking for more. Mm-hmm. We just can't get enough of this guy, Mahoney. Do you know what's next? I know you don't listen. Pink. Yeah, well, I listen. Well, okay, first of all, I listen to one. Yeah, episode. okay, you listen to uh, pieces. Uh, I think you've told me about this though. It's the Alec. The, mm. You just call him randomly mm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Should talk about sports, man. Sports. You guys call him man. now, or do you call him before? I'm gonna call him right this second. <laughs> oh, I got no one speaker. And we're live. Alec Sports Fact of the Day. It's ringing. Hello? A man of steel. What's going on? I'm here with uh, Dan Marlami, the cousin of uh, Chiefs quarterback Patrick Marlami, who just signed a $500 million contract worth every penny. Uh, All of our our listeners in uh, America, Canada, Mexico, Argentina, Australia, Afghanistan, and Italy are dying to know. Germany. What? Oh, in Germany. What is your sports fact of the day? Wow. So, uh, 
sports fact of the day is a little topical one I just went golfing before. So, did you know that the only sport to be played on the moon is golf? The only sport to be played on the moon is golf. That wasn't fucking Neely Armstrong and the boys, was it? Oh, yes, it was. It was? I don't think yeah. he went to the moon after that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, STEM research. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Marlami! Um... What was it? Was it actually Neil Armstrong or was it my guy Buzz? Um. Well, Paul, everything I say on this podcast is actual. Yeah, but the, was it Neil Armstrong <laughs> who who played, that's or not was the it question. Buzz Aldrin, or was it both? Uh, was yeah, Paul. Of, no, that's a fact. They, they both brought golf clubs onto the moon. <laughs> you know that. You know for a fact they both brought golf clubs up to the moon. Yeah. Um. Like there, you never saw that like video of. Like the astronauts, like. Oh no! Wait, I, wait, hold on. I actually did see that. Okay, I hung up on him. Okay, so this is Alex Sports Fact of the Week. That's not a real sports fact of any week. First but of all, shout out again. to me for not knowing that we only went to the moon once. Um, shout out to Manalpin High School for teaching me that. Wait, so is this not true, Mike? Not true. No, it's not. This is when when our friend when I've I've yelled at Alec multiple times about this. <laughs> He he says anything I say is factual, and, and ever since we said that, that was for me and you and the guests to be like, we just have to. We're not going to question him. He's taken that as I could just make up things, and we're going to talk about it. And that's not what it was supposed to be about. It was supposed to be about us just trusting him, not him to make up jokes or something. I don't know. And this was a stupid one to make up too. Wait, I, I don't know. Like it. Did we really? Really Which do I'm, it? Am I yelling I'm about wrong. something that's not yeah, so we, true? So we did land on the moon we, again. No, multiple, oh, I just wait. I no, we had multiple people on the moon because our friend at a couple episodes ago, Eric Hubbs Huberman, had an astronaut on his podcast, and we have. I think they were talking about it. He hasn't been in the moon that astronaut, but multiple, more than just two people have been on the moon. Okay. Shout out to me then, and Manalpin High School. And shout out Manalpin <laughs> High School. See, but the thing about him saying playing golf on the moon, how would that even work logistically? I mean, I don't, I don't know everything about the gravity of the moon, but like, how would that even work? I like mean, golf. I guess you sports? could push a ball to the ground; it might float away. But if you had enough accuracy with it, like obviously it's not sitting on a tee, but I guess you could just hit it. So but like the, in the big driving range, would you really? I don't know. So the the astronaut was a a pro golfer too. It said astronaut and golfer wait, Alan Shepard. Real thing? They yeah. actually did play this. Uh, yeah. Okay, wait, hold on. Time out. Oh, I was. But, 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 uh, okay, so Alec was wrong in the sense that he was saying it was like Neil Armstrong who was playing it, right? So that's wrong. He actually didn't say who. He said, we well, no, know I, it's, it's a him. fact. But... No, I, I said, was that Neil Armstrong and the boys? And didn't he say yes? I have no idea. He actually said, everything I say is factual. He didn't answer the question. <laughs> that's a good fucking workaround. Yeah. Okay, wait, so. Dan Marlami, can you read us what you're reading right now? What do you? Yes, yeah, so on February 6, what? 1971, astronaut and golfer Alan Shepard turned the Apollo 14 landing site into a driving range. Apollo 14 commander was the first American astronaut in space, 
but today's but today he's almost as well known so far as the only person to hit a golf ball in there. It's a fact, boys. Wow. wow. I'm so sorry for my my rant earlier. If Paul Paul doesn't edit that out, <laughs> which fuck that, we'll just leave it in because I'm still upset at Alec. Yeah, I think we're done with the moon. Then me, mommy. Then me, mommy. Wait, real quick. Space before we go back. Do you guys see Pluto? I know fucking Mike did. He yes. How good was that picture? How sweet yeah, was that? Happy anniversary. Shout out Pluto. Gotta love Shut that up. shit. Shout out Pluto. Yo, so Pluto. Is, is Pluto officially a planet again? Or no. it's still not a planet? No. It, what do they call it? Like a, a dwarf, dwarf planet? Dwarf thing, yeah, it's just like dwarf caught in star, our, I think, or something. Yeah, I'll tell you what, our our field of what are you, gravitational, gravitational, blah, 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 whatever, our orbit of around the sun, but it's not. They don't think it's a planet. I'm fucking old school, Jack. When I grew up, Pluto was a planet. It's a fucking planet to me. Tell the fucking NASA nerdonauts if they want to change it, they gotta fucking talk to uh the Hoboken Pauly about it first. I don't know. I'm a big believer in Neil deGrasse Tyson, and he's he's a uh, he's a strong uh, opposer of Pluto. He really has no go. He recognizes it. Obviously, he's not a you know a non-believer in Pluto, but not a planet. Pluto was always my favorite planet because Pluto the dog was my favorite Mickey Mouse character, and I'm like, I gotta keep, I, I gotta kind of do a cross, a cross generational uh, line, you know. Yeah, I've always had an obsession with Uranus. <laughs> that with my anus or Jackie with the great joke is that not? Come on now. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you can't write this kind of stuff. Now that's just Mike gets it. Mike gets that. Come on. Well. All right. Well, should we jump into our third segment, which, per our conversation earlier, Mike, we're going back to our roots. Yes, the OG pre-gaming. Well, not the OG. The OG season three pre-gaming with Paulie. Four. I don't even fucking know. Yes. All right. So we're taking it back, ladies and gentlemen, to the meme economy. Wow, 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 wow. So, Dan Marlami, just so you know, mm-hmm. our first few episodes, we did a segment called the meme economy, where we uh, kind of gave our opinions on newer trends on the internet and then we kind of sideline that for like playing trivia and spelling bee with the guests however i'm not fully convinced that the trivia and spelling bee is like (laughs) entertaining for people who aren't in it you know Mm -hmm. Um, yeah right into the comic section below yeah if i'm wrong about that please let us know if you miss trivia i mean i want to know But if you think this is a good idea, also let me know. So we're going back to meme economy. Turn those machines back on. It's the meme economy. It's the meme economy. All right, so we're doing two this week. I think the biggest thing trending right now, no idea what the name is for it, obviously. But what's been going around on Instagram this week is I think for the most part it started with dogs, but I think there's other things taking form now. But like a silly looking dog and then like somebody's name next to it. And then like if it's your name or if it's your friend name, tag them and oh how funny it looks that's so them. That's just so them. That's so you. 
We're good so now. I want to go on fucking record of saying I do not think that fucking trend is funny at all. Uh, not I have not seen one that have made me laugh. Like it, it to me, it's like a zero effort thing. Like I feel like it's like the newest way that someone can make like a meme account and get however many thousands of followers without being funny at all. Like it's just ta- it's taking pictures other people took that are funny pictures of dogs and photoshopping a fucking name on it. I don't know. It's yeah. it, I'm pretty it, sure it's, it's not even Photoshop. It's literally like written in the like Snapchat like yeah i mean like whatever it is too it's even it's worse it's worse than yeah. that it's it's le it, it's it's less creative than what you're even giving it mahoney yeah. how do you feel no, I, by yourself i i think it's it's so it's yeah no i agree it's so stupid like i got i got my dog i said oh i told someone yeah her name's bailey they sent me a meme of mac and cheese and it has bailey over it and i'm just like <laughs> I, I literally said, what? What is this? What is this mean? What is this mac and cheese? Why does it have a name? <laughs> Did so they say questions. that's so her, though? That's just so her. Yeah, oh, wow. Bailey looks like mac and cheese. See, now, I don't necessarily want to say that low effort things can't be funny. Because they can. Some things are just funny because they're funny. This is low effort, and it's also not funny. Mm-hmm. It's just like... It's, I don't know, it's fucking nothing. Like, it's just like, I haven't even cracked a smile when I saw no. one that said my name. Okay, so I am I usually a big component, uh, like, you know, component, just big supporter. Whatever you feel like I think you mean on proponent. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm a component of it. I'm a component. Proponent. All right, shout out Pearl Harbors. Um... So, usually supporter, yeah, we're doing that. Do whatever the fuck you want. Put your Spotify year wrap-up playlist. Hell yeah. This, uh, this though, this needs to go. It needs to go at this point. It's got to go. I, I'm fucking tired of it. I, I, and, like, we got we got people posting, like, ten in a row, and they're tagging every single person they know with a dog that uh, probably does not look like them or does not resemble them. And I'm just... Uh, I'm just over it. I'm over it real and, fast. And what's even... Well, first of all, I think this thing is going to have a low shelf life. I think by the time this airs, which is this coming Monday, I don't even think it's going to be a thing by then. I think... It'll stop it. Like maybe it'll. I think you're giving people too much credit, Paul. Some of these people that that share these kind of posts will be sharing these kind of posts for a while. They're simple. I. They're simple. They're dumb. I think a while in like internet terms is like another week. Maybe it's like they did it with dogs, and then they did it with SpongeBob, and then they did it with fucking this taco looks like you, and it's like I think. I think all the bases have just about been covered, and I feel like the market for someone to create one of these new meme accounts is is closing by the fucking second. I think it's like it's if a, you if if people are getting mad about a meme like right when it's invented, it's a bad meme. Like it's not good. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 
But we're really passionate over here at the meme economy. We can be getting mad about good memes. Who knows? You know? I mean, listen, in the meme economy, we're talking about thousands and thousands of fucking upvotes being traded every fucking yeah. second. You know, Th- these are people's livelihoods on the line. Mm. All right. Let's move on from that. So we're all on sell. Nice. I'm glad yeah. we're all on uh, unison. Pretty, pretty terrible. My second one. My second one's not much of a meme as that one is, but you know it's kind of trending these days. Past week, this week, uh, it's the Will Smith, Jada Pickett Smith roundtable. Will Smith, a little like what? What is the term that they use instead of cheating? He's what does she cuck? say? He's oh, a cuck, uh, and he's like entanglement. Entanglement. And then he asked her to say cheating like three times or like a relationship. He's like, no, it's not an entanglement. What'd you do? And she's like, an entanglement. No, what'd you do? <laughs> no, th- no, what'd you do? Oh, okay. You had a relationship with this guy? Like that whole shtick, I guess we'll go with. How you feeling about the the sharing, the whole conversation in general, if you listened. And how do you feel about that meme of like <laughs> him all teary-eyed? And there's a lot of good, I think there's good memes coming from Will Smith all teary-eyed. So... I think, first of all, there's going to be people that are saying, like, listen, this is their relationship. They came to an agreement. Whatever that agreement was, they can do whatever they want to do. From that interview, it seems pretty clear to me that this arrangement was definitely not his idea. And he's definitely, like, not super cool about it. You know? Like... I guess at this point, maybe he's accepted it because, I mean, they're still married as far as I know, right? I think so. I'm pretty but sure they're like, married. You got to be a fucking huge cuck, dude, to be Will Smith in that scenario. Especially if you're fucking Will Smith. It's not like you're fucking uh, uh, Johnny fucking uh, Apple Dick who works at Ben & Jerry's. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. why is he just letting himself be a fucking since he was like 17, he was like a superstar. I don't know why he's, and especially Jada Pickett Smith, who, again, I, I have a bad, I've never really liked her just with everything. So, like, I just have a bad taste in my mouth anytime she comes up. But, like, I'm like, why do you even deal with this? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. The problem is people are saying, like, oh, you know, mind your own business. Like, it's their relationship. Like, they have a show talking about it for people to watch like yeah they, it's not they like put it mind your own people. business they exactly. want us to know yeah they it's on her like facebook live feed or something she she did this round table for that discussion yeah. it was the point of talking about it which i don't feel sad for will smith because like you gotta you gotta man up and, and be like you know what i'm not gonna i don't want to do this you can't wait till she fucks somebody or has a relationship or entanglement to then be like, oh, I'm hurt. Like, it's too late, man. I mean, like, what I want to know is, like, pretty much exactly what you said. Like, I guess I kind of don't feel bad for him because, like, you're letting this happen. You know, if if anyone can stop it right now, it's you. But it's like, at this point, why don't they just get divorced? I mean, like, they want to fucking bang other people, clearly. I'm pretty sure like, it, it has been, even before this uh, quote-unquote entanglement, I'm pretty sure they had, like, an open relationship, though. I'm that's think, so weird, I think dude. that was their thing. Like, yeah, that's I heard that like from that. you, so I believe it. Yeah. Um, so, and not to, I see what you're saying with, like, that's no one, like, I don't know. 
Like, I'm one of those people where it's like, hey, if he's cool with it, I don't give a fuck. But th- I see where you're coming from, where it's like, I he definitely it, didn't seem he cool obviously with it. he obviously was not cool with his quote unquote entanglement there or her quote unquote. Uh, he was you could see it in his face, even with an open relationship. They obviously crossed whatever their open relationship lines were with whatever that was, you know. Um, I, I didn't think he was that even like sure he had tears in his eyes, but like I don't I, well, know, man. If my wife cheated on me and told me on camera. I don't care if I'm on camera, in the room, or, like, wherever, in the car. Like, I'm going to probably ball my fucking eyes out. Well, I See, think but they, like, he knew that before that discussion. I think he agreed to go on because I think they wanted to, like, bring light into, you know, still loving each other and still have unconditional love, even though, even though like, you know, their problems and, and disentanglement. Uh, See, I think that was like, the point of this discussion. I think, I think he might have been like less upset about it actually happening and more upset about like the nature of what was like that. Now it's this big fucking thing. Cause this had, this had to be something he knew about not even just like a week ago before the thing he'd had to have known about that for a while. Right. He knew as it was happening, I think like, cause they, they split it. Like they even say it in the thing. They definitely have, they did split up at that point, you know, like they, they were in a bad spot and she went and she took care of this guy, as she said, or whatever, you know, and they had this entanglement. But she like, before like they even he talk was... about that, he was they were already separated and they were doing their own thing, you know, so I think I'm even more. I think he's more upset. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was say I think he's more upset that he became a fucking cuck on live television. Damn yeah. Yeah. I don't think he yeah, knew he was yeah, going to so blow up into shit. a meme. Yeah, because like it's one thing. To cheat on your husband or whatever, cheat or, you know, like, fuck around, even if even if it's okay. It's one thing to, like, invite him on your show and say it right to his fucking face. Like, yeah. that's fucked up. See, but now what I want to know is there was an open relationship. What I want to know is who was Will Smith banging this whole time? I've heard rumors he banged Margot Robbie. I don't know if that's true. I heard I rumors. If he's tearing Actually, up like that, I don't, I don't think he I think I don't. I agree, Marlami. If he if he's this if he's this upset, I I don't think he was. Uh, yeah, I've watched I've watched Fresh Prince. He's pretty loyal. He's loyal. <laughs> a loyal boy. Okay. Well, anyway, to go into the economy side of this, if we're gonna talk about we're talking about the whole story, but if we're gonna talk about the meme of Will Smith crying, I'm gonna buy that. I'm gonna sell the actual discussion. Uh the actual discussion is kind of stupid. Uh it's kind of weird. I don't even know where she was going with this round table. The memes that are coming out of it, hard uh, like you gotta buy that right now. It's gonna be like that Michael Jordan crying meme. It's gonna it's always gonna be here at this point. That we're gonna want to buy that one. We're we're gonna have that one for a while now. People are gonna reference that. Yeah, I agree. I think that 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 image of him teary eyed is is uh, is gonna stay around for a while. I'm I mean, on it's sell sell. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Really? Yeah. What? I don't. Well, one, I don't want to give whoever this the wife is. I don't want to give her the attention for it because I think it's fucked up. And and I don't think the crying was enough. I don't think it's enough. Like the like the Jordan crying meme. There's a tear. You could see it. He's yeah, for real yeah, crying. Yeah. My dog okay. pissed real quick, but okay. She's um, peeing on the floor. Yeah, just a quick little pee sesh over there. <laughs> yeah, we'll get over it. 
All right, let's pull up this Will Smith crying meme. Oh, he looks sad, dude. He's really sad. I'm not... <laughs> yeah, I know there's not like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share my screen right there's now. There's no tears flowing down his eyes, but he has... He looks devastated. All right, can you pull up... Paul, can you pull up the... Yeah, that right one there. And, that looks Oh, bad. and the Jordan. Pull up the Jordan one. See, too, they top, have right? side by side. Oh, wow. Right yeah. Trends. Jordan's way worse, dude. He's oh, way yeah. worse. Jordan, but, Jordan's is worse, but he also does not look like a happy fucking camper there. Why I believe it's going to stick, though, like Michael Jordan, obviously, he was a huge deal in the night. Like, you know, everybody knows Michael Jordan, but I feel like more people connect with Will Smith with the Fresh Prince and like he's everybody's like favorite actor for like how many years. So I think, yes, Michael Jordan's is definitely more teary eyed, but like people like Will Smith was like America's sweetheart for a while. I feel like as, as the male acting, you know, lead, I guess. Dude, you're and, talking about Michael Jordan, though. I don't know if I, I would subscribe I think Michael to Jordan's that line on that level, but I think people like just connect with with Will Smith. He was in every block, but anything he was in, it was like a blockbuster for like 15 years. You know, I'll tell you what, I saw I saw a comment on I forget like some like some post I don't know on like one of these memes, and it was just Hancock and that <laughs> now <laughs> that's comedy. It's <laughs> comedy. <laughs> Well, Mike, is that all the memes? Yeah, you said two, right? Yeah, I think you said, I think I think those are definitely the two most talked prevalent. about this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're definitely they're definitely trending. That's trending. Mm. Well, I'll tell you what. Then, if that's the last meme, I think that might fucking wrap up the sode. Hmm. This is a very different, 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 very different Dan Merlami than we're used to. Mm -hmm. Insanely sober. Yeah, this is a very calm, cool, collected Merlami. I'll tell you what, if we want, we could throw in some fucking trivia and whatever in too. Yeah. I mean, it's up to you guys. I'm having a, I'm having a great time. We're going to go on Fortnite after anyway. So. I mean, fuck it. I got nothing else to do, dude. All right. And we're back. Let's be back now. <laughs> now, Paul, whatever this time slot, now we're back. Okay. <laughs> this is when we're back. Wow. Okay. So what a segment that we was. We thought we were going to end it before and not do trivia, but like, fuck it. We want to do it. So we're going to do it. And fuck it, we ball. Rolami, get back here. Rolami's like, no, I, I. Throw your dog yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's she's, she's going to shit somewhere, man. Uh, whatever. Fuck it. You know what? Have it's a day. It's all your department's your oasis. Let's do this <laughs> trivia. Let's train you tomorrow. All right. Wait, hold on, Mike. You know how? <laughs> you know how we said we might uh, pay that guy to do another intro yeah. segment for trivia. I feel like that soundbite should be the intro. It should. It should be shit anywhere. This apartment's your oasis. Let's do some trivia. <laughs> I feel like that's the new intro for just it. Take, just take Mahoney's voice over. Yeah. Maybe put that like little fucking noise, uh, sound behind it. Shit anywhere. <laughs> or do we pay him to say, to say that, same thing. that same line? Because that I could want to do that. <laughs> All uh, right. Well, give Marlami the first question. All right. Dan Mahoney. We have... We have four trivia questions today, so just pick a number, one through four. Three. Three. All right. It 
it's under the music category. The rock band ACDC actually originated from which country? Is there a time limit? What? Is there a time limit? I thought it counted. No, I'm, I'm, don't take too much time now. Um, America? The rock band ACDC. Which country? I just said America. You said America? That is so wrong. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. All right, Paul, what do you got? Honestly, I thought they were American, and I'm, like, pretty sure they're not British. Yeah. Um, Guys? You shot every time. I don't don't think they're British, but um, I'll I'll guess England, because I thought they were American. Even though I think I'm wrong. 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 Nope, nope, they are Australian. Australian? You sound like you're from London! (laughs) Put another shrimp on the barbie. Yes, Bon Scott. Vegemite sandwich. The original singer singer of ACDC, Bon Scott, is from uh, Australia. I used to remember. uh, Yep, he's from Australia. So there you go. Fucking losers, we're doing a shot. Uh, yeah, Marlon, me mommy. Has to take a uh, shot and he has to do the toast. Ooh, what is that? What is that? Is that screwball peanut butter? Peanut butter. Oh. I've never had it in my life. And I made a screwball Coke. It's pretty good. So I hope it tastes good straight. It honestly is amazing straight. Shout out episode like three of Pregame with Paulie when I, I took that. And that's what I was drinking. So, yes. Shout out episode three. Um, I don't, I don't know what so I make a toast? Yeah, yeah you're going to do the toast. Okay. Okay, okay. Yep. Right, a little on the spot toast. Um, I, I'm gonna, this, you call me gay if you want, but I'm gonna toast you two gentlemen right here, right in front of me, the two faces I'm looking at, for giving this guy right here a second chance. A second chance. It's what the Patriots just gave Cam Newton. It's what the Chiefs, well, that's an extension. It's different. That's my cousin. <laughs> this is a second chance, and I appreciate you. Cheers. Cheers. Paul, what are you taking a shot of? Oh, do oh no, you don't. Oh, well, we're just doing it because it's cheers, I thought, right? Okay, I'll wait. Well, well, I will take one then. Yeah. Look how fucking frozen this got. Sheesh, leash. Right, what Tito's? is that, Tito's? Well, I'm Tito's, a shot yeah. of Tito's, too. Oh, you know what? I'm just going to take it on the next one because that's going to take too long. Okay. Uh, all right. Next is one, my Paul. turn? One, two, or I'm three. I'm taking a shot. Yeah, so one. you take it. One, this planet, and I know I hate giving you planet questions. This planet spins the fastest, completing a whole rotation in just 10 hours. Which planet? Uh... This might be the first planet question Paul gets wrong. I think he's seven for seven. I think it's Jupiter or Saturn. I'm going to say Jupiter because it's bigger. And I feel like it would spin faster. Holy shit. He's done it again. Fucking Neil deGrasse Tyson over here. I mean, all right, I'll take a shot for that one. I'll do the toast. I'll take one too. Whoa. Whoa. All right. Do the toast. I like that fucking gusto. I didn't really have anything planned. I'm just saying I'll just fucking do it because you got it right. 
<laughs> but hey, this this well, one. I'll take one too, though, because I'm gonna take one on the last one. Yeah, I'm taking right, one just, too. Fuck it. Yeah, you're gonna take one too. This one's to new to new beginnings and even better friends and wow. and light and to your <laughs> and to the and to the and to the future mm. and and maybe to other pretty babies out there. Other futures. I'll tell you what. I feel like so many people. Well, not so many people, but like. Anyone who listens to this episode is going to listen to the beginning and telling us how Dan was so blacked out and out of control that we couldn't even record an episode and then listen to this whole episode. <laughs> it's just like very two sides of a, of, of a, a point. They're going to be like, this guy? genuine kid. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like they're going to be looking at me and be like, what the fuck? You fucking kick this guy off. <laughs> said he didn't do anything the, wrong. On the hubs one, we've said some some pretty good stories of Mahoney. They, they don't even reflect today. I think next time we bring him back and we make him like have that whole bottle of peanut butter vodka, then he starts. And then we just give yeah. the people what they want. I was nervous, sure, I'll yes, be honest. I was nervous. I didn't want to I didn't want to get banned again. I knew yeah. it would be hilarious if I did. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to. Alright, question two, me mommy. Uh, which ones do we got here? We got two or four. So one or two. Four. Four. Uh, which singer is the godmother to Elton John's two sons? Oh, two sons. Uh, that's just common knowledge. Come on now. What singer is the godmother to Elton John's two sons? Oh, oh, oh! I don't know her name. Uh, it's the you should know her name. Oh, no, no, it's oh. the uh. Yeah. No. It's, you it's don't like have any. Oh no, or something. <laughs> Are you think it's Yoko it... Ono? Oh, is that Beatles? That's Beatles. <laughs> Uh, well, I you're thought you were saying way, oh, no. That's what you're thinking. <laughs> oh, no. I pick Yoko Ono, final answer. Paul, what do you got? I have no idea, but I would guess Madonna. That's a pretty good guess. But, but if I would say, who is like the 2000s version of the 80s Madonna, who would you say? The 2010s version of the 80s Madonna. Lady Gaga? Lady Gaga is the right answer. Lady Gaga's the godmother. How how Lady young are Elton John's kids? I have no idea. How are you going to tell me that's common knowledge? Yeah, I would, I would, common when I said I, I that, that, that was. A, I didn't really mean that was common knowledge. I, I almost said I have the question too as the 2010 yeah. Lady uh, Madonna, but that was like that's too late. Yeah, well, 2000s, I guess you would say. 2000s would have been. Yeah. But, yeah, that's why I switched it to tw- 2010s. So um, late. Well, are we gonna do another shot then? Mm. I guess so. Dan Marlami, yep. you gotta take another shot. Marlami. Paul, you can give you the toast. toast now. Yeah, I, I guess I'll do. I'll, I'll do a shot with you too and give a toast. All right. This uh, shot has a, is a two-parter. It's one for Dan Marlami coming back uh, on the cast. 
And the second one is for Will Smith out in Cucksville. Uh, we really hope you fucking get out of Cucksville soon. We know that you're the mayor of fucking Cuck Town also. Hey, but, uh, go. Yeah, his main residence is definitely in Cucksville. He's got a summer residence in Cuck Town. We hope to get you over in uh in in Boyo City real soon. So Maybe shout out Butt Smith. City. Shout out mm. Butt City. Cuck City. All right, I got one more. Can question. I stand behind if anyone's still listening and listen to other podcasts? The the chaser shot chaser method is still unmatched. Bro, I don't want to hear this close. no chaser method. Don't want to yeah. hear about it. Don't talk about it. Don't comment in the comment section below about it. Just do it. The and... only people who are against it have some sort of false sense of bravado, some salt. False sense of oh, it's it's more masculine. It's more uh, adult. If I don't need a chaser, it's like fucking take it the way you want to take it. You know, if that's how you genuinely like it, then don't take a chaser. But I highly doubt that. I highly doubt that. No shot. Okay, Merlami, what's your stance on chasers here? Uh, well, I can't I can't take shots mainly with or without chasers unless apparently it tastes like peanut butter. I was how gonna get Fireball. This is amazing. I'm, the I'm peanut butter. That's my one. Night. My one exception is the peanut butter whiskey. I even need to chase it with Fireball. Fireball. I hate it. But Fireball cold, I could do. Yeah, Screwball whiskey, perfect. No chaser yeah. needed. Like if I had a shot of like like any vodka or rum, like I would, I'd probably throw up immediately. Yeah. Mm. All right, Paulie. Last trivia question: How many elements are on the periodic table? Uh fuck, I'm gonna get that wrong. hundred and one. Merlami, do you have a guess? Shmi shmash shmi. Yeah, probably s- sixty sixty seven. <laughs> sixty sixty seven? No, sixty seven, sixty seven. Right, price, uh, price is right rules, right? It's it's mm. price of right rules, Paul still wins. It's one eighteen. Ooh. Damn, we wish helium, you forgot iron, you forgot plasma. I knew those, I forgot. Uh, you forgot the other ones. And the three digits with the elements. <laughs> there's three of them, there's three digits. There's one, there's two. All right, guys. And I'll tell you what, I think that fucking wraps us up. Yep. Merlami? Mishmami? It's been a pleasure, boys. What's your will, what's your uh, final word? Do you have do you do you want to tag yourself? Do you want to uh you know market any things you got coming up in in your works? Any projects? Yeah, I'm working on a couple models for some buildings. My company's looking to buy. I work in commercial real estate in Houston, Texas. If anyone's here, shout out Enrique. Got me some carpet. <laughs> uh, haven't seen wow. him, but he got paid. It's whatever referral. Um, yeah, that's it. I think that's that's it. That's it from Texas. Wow, Houston Tech. Wow, where where can our followers follow you on? Uh, Pinecroft.com. You have my bio, my work bio, uh, LinkedIn. It's my it's my professional bio. Instagram. Shout out, mom. She follows me. Twitter. I don't use. Uh, Facebook. Mom also follows me. So I'm careful on there. <laughs> uh, that's it. That's where you got me. But all all. Dating websites, Bumble, Tinder, Hinge, 
Look for me, Dan Mahoney, five mile radius, Houston, Texas. How you five doing? mile radius? We're wow. looking for up close. We don't travel, Mike. We don't. He wants travel. that fucking walking distance. We don't travel. Dude. You're paying for cheap Ubers. That's what's going on. <laughs> that close, you don't even gotta pay. They walk. Whoa. All right, Paul. For all of our followers, where what, what do you got going on? Where where can people follow you at? Come on, dog. <laughs> Anything in the works, dude? All I gotta say is fucking don't mess with Texas. You know what I mean, right there. I mean, I mean, come on. I mean, if people wanna, if people wanna just check on their friends for me, that's cool.